That's what? Eight is the number oh, two, two cubed. Yeah. cubed. Sorry. That, 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 for some reason, I was squaring it and I was like, what? No, that doesn't make any sense. You're like, my wife didn't pass. Two squared plus four. Fourth grade math. Fourth grade is when they're squaring numbers? I don't remember. I feel like it's a little later than that. Okay. Anyway, welcome to the podcast. This uh, is Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. That's what it is. I'm Matt. That I'm Dory. Dory. I have terrible sperm. I have old eggs. Yeah. Woo. And what do you get when you get terrible sperm and old eggs? A podcast uh, about IVF. That's right. Guys, we have those things for you, the listener. Uh, so, bated breath. Everyone's waiting. What happened? Should we tell them right away or should we drag it out that's shitty to do i think we should just tell everyone right I mean, away we, we it, it was dragged out for us that's well they waited about as long they waited three days less than us that's true no we knew friday they waited the exact same amount of time as us yeah actually they mm. waited a week forget it i'm not pregnant guys it didn't work it didn't work our little girl embryo that we had already named and enrolled in preschool just kidding <laughs> didn't take that would be insane insane yeah i do insane. i know people sign their kids up for preschool while they're pregnant but wow. if you signed your kid up for preschool while it was frozen a frozen embryo that'd be something else that's next level yeah so we you know we dory went to to the blood drawing well first i took a test at home she did and i was not Mac pleased. got very mad at me i was not pleased i mean part of my brain was like really i was really hung up on the fact that she just made herself have to drive for nothing yeah you were really hung up on that <laughs> it was the morning it's hard to get to westwood from hollywood yeah it wasn't that bad yeah that morning i know traffic is like sometimes later on friday <sighs> it's it's fucking los angeles so it's always you never know six of one half dozen of it actually hour. took me almost as long to get back which was yeah. weird anyway point being you know my here's kind of what i was here here's my thought here was my thought process mm-hmm. of why i took the p why i peed on a stick i didn't even know i didn't even know that we owned a pregnancy test by the we way we did because back when we were trying with the sex way yeah I bought a pregnancy test in case I got pregnant. Oh. And it comes with two tests. And I had used one of them uh-huh. whenever, months ago. Yeah. And I still had one lying around. I didn't I even like, know you took a test months ago. You didn't? No. Oh, well. I feel like you're doing so much secrets. What? You're doing so many secrets. No. Bo and I are just like, shh. And then you're living this whole other double life. In my bathroom. In your bathroom. While we're sleeping. Oh, yeah. By the way, we have separate bathrooms. We do. Yeah. That's the key to any marriage. Yeah. I don't want to sound like we're like living in a mansion. No. We have two bathrooms. Yeah. And we've mine designated. Is, and mine is very far away from the bedroom. And Dory's is attached. Mine is en suite, as they say on yeah. uh, House Hunters. House Hunters or uh, your Lovitz or Listits. Your fixer uppers. Has that been a parody yet? Love it or list it? 
where you can choose to either sell your home or live with John Lovitz. Someone make that. You're welcome. A lot of people are selling their the home. gears are turning now. Oh yes. Um, anyway, so yeah, so so my my thinking on that was, I if it was negative, I I I just kind of wanted to be prepared. Right, and, and you I, were, and I was because it was negative, and I came back into bed and I said, I just took a pregnancy test and it was negative, and you were like, Why did you do that? No, I thought you were kidding. I was like, You did? No, you didn't. Why would you that? Because like in my brain, it was like my wife would not do that without telling me she was going to do that. But I told you I was going to do it. I told you. But I thought it was like one of those joking things where I'm like, I'm going to get into shape again. You know, one of those. That was very funny. I don't know why you didn't laugh. I delight myself. Um, Where's Bo? Oh, he's found the what little is left of the couch right now. He's laying on it. Um, so yeah, I didn't. I really, honestly, because you woke me and I was like, "What? What's happening?" You took a pregnancy test, and I was like, "No, you wouldn't do that." And then I didn't believe you. And then you got angry. I would characterize your reaction as angry. I was like, uh, like I would have liked to have been there for it. I know, but I didn't understand what you meant by that. Like you meant you would have like wanted awake, to come into the bathroom with me, awake and able to help uh, you either deal with whatever reaction it was. Like, but you were. I I told you not 10 seconds after i saw the the result i know but i we just like it would be crazy to get woken up like i'm pregnant what i was sleeping you can't like just spring it on me like that all right well next time i can't wait till i wake up be sure to wait until you wake up do it the night before no you're supposed to do it with your first pee of the day with the day before you know, the e- do each, it whenever each I'm ready. Early day, it's less accurate. What? Yes. Try it again. No, they took the blood test. Oh, interesting. The P test is less accurate. Yeah, that's why people say sometimes you can get a negative even though you are actually pregnant. Right. So I went in. I did the blood test. Mm-hmm. The guy taking my blood was like, "Good luck," and I was like, "Thanks." And then, good luck. <laughs> you know what it sounded like? It it reminded me of when you're at a casino, and you uh, like oh, when traded a hundred dollars for chips, and they're like, "Good luck." Yeah. <laughs> uh, it kind of sounded like that, and I realized I had about as much chance of winning quote unquote yeah. as i do in vegas well it depends on what you play you know some games have better odds than others we play the game of ivf which apparently doesn't have great odds it's like a slot machine really well i like a slot machine i know but love a slot machine dory keeps taking my phone away i don't me. keep taking your phone i keep seeing you looking at your phone and smiling and and i just feel like people are tweeting at you because you finally posted a james bonding no people aren't tweeting at me like that they're favoriting tweets yeah so some tweets are about the picture i took of the christmas lights some tweets are about doesn't matter anyway so then i uh i was actually at lunch with a friend mm-hmm. when sema called oh boy and oh, also when I was at when I was at when I was at California Fertility Partners and I CFP CFP and I handed them my like lab slip, mm-hmm. I was like, "Are they gonna call me or are they just gonna put the results in the patient portal?" Mm. And the woman was like, um, "I think they're gonna put them in the patient portal." Okay. <laughs> and I was like, 
could I just ask that they call me? Yeah. I just feel like that's not the kind of thing you put in the patient portal. I feel like the patient portal is a very versatile place. All kinds of things go there. I agree. I feel like it's fine for like your your estrogen is this high. Your blah blah like test results fine. Mm. Those kinds of test results, but like whether or not you're pregnant, they can pick up the phone. Yeah. In well, my I opinion, bet it's, it's probably not news they love delivering when it's negative. Tough luck. I'm just saying. It's worse for us. Yeah. Not really cuz we already knew. We knew before they knew. Well, Seema was like Honey, I'm sorry. I don't have good news. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I kind of figured. And then she's like, okay, well, call us when you get your period. And <laughs> Ka-ching. Yeah. So that's where we're at, kids. Uh, we, unfortunately, we, Dory did not get pregnant. And uh, we now are going to go through yet another round of IVF. Ensuring that this podcast will continue. Oh, this podcast is never going to stop. At least the foreseeable future. (laughs) Yeah. We're here for everybody who's going through what we're going through and uh, who's going through crazier things than we're going through and who's going through not as crazy things. And for people who just happen to listen to this podcast because they like hearing two people talk. How many people do you think that is? 70. I was going to say like five. I bet it's actually like 3,000 people. Who just like to hear two people talk? Well, not anything? I'm not saying they just like to hear two people talk, but maybe they enjoy us from one form or another. Mm, maybe. What I'm saying is it's a lot of people that listen to my other podcasts that are like, you know what? Where's Matt been? I'd like to know the softer side of Matt. Yeah, here it is, guys. I'm laying it out there for you. Um, so yeah, so that that was that was that was disappointing. It was a tough day. It was it I was, had to go to work. It was it was tough. I was at work. I felt very like isolated from what was going on. And meanwhile, I'm in a comedy room where we're trying to do jokes, and I'm like checking my phone. We're not really supposed to have our phones on us, and it's just like, you know, it was tough. Yeah. Found out right after lunch, and then had to go in, and I was at work for another eight hours. Yeah, you got home really late. Yeah. And then I got done with work i worked from home yeah and then i got done with work and then i was like i'm going to take myself to the korean spa now yeah and i got a 90 minute massage and i which is a thing you can't do when you're pregnant right my plan was to go to las vegas on saturday which is what i do when i want to not think about anything and just sort of but that was going to be if it was positive (laughs) But because uh, it was negative, uh, it was really important to us that Dory got to do what Dory wanted to do. And she, you know, you got to go to Malibu. I hung out with Bo, did some fun things. Yeah. You got to relax. I, I did get to relax. Yeah. I sat on a beach with a very good friend and mm-hmm. read and it was, it was nice. It was a nice day. Good. At least. And it was also good that it happened on a Friday. You know what? It was good that yeah. it happened on Friday. I think the timing of this was better than any timing could have been. To have it Wednesday before Thanksgiving and I was off work. Yeah. And to be home for like four yeah. days afterwards yeah, and then true. for the test to be on a Friday. I think the timing worked that's out. That's true. Today I got... Silver lining! Today I got down though. Yeah. I was supposed to hang out with a couple friends and a baby and I was just like, you know what? I don't think I'm going to do that right now. Yeah. 
So I bailed. I hung out with a baby. Today? Yeah, Andy Secunda. Ooh. Oh, sick burn. He's never going to hear this. <laughs> James Bonding. You can listen to us. Hang out. Go download the latest James Bonding pod. Episode 34. Which is wow. technically 35 because we did a zero, zero, zero. Um, yeah. But then we got to put up Christmas decorations. We did. I I was finally... I think partially because my wife was uh, sad today. I relented and we got a tree. Newsflash, ladies. Newsflash, ladies. If you're sad, your husband will do stuff. Yeah. Even if the sadness is not totally his fault. Just half his fault. Uh, yeah. So we put up the Christmas tree and we got we got that going. Fireplace looks lovely. We got a happy Hanukkah banner right around our Christmas stockings. Um, we have a we have a stocking coming for Bo. It should stocking be is week. coming for Bo. Trees up. We got a we got an eight foot noble fir. And it's uh, a handsome tree. It's a good. Uh, the other people in the Home Depot parking lot were pretty. She's jealous. not kidding. We we they were all very jealous of our tree, and I felt good about that. Yeah. It was a good time. It was good times had by most. So um, yeah, yeah, but you know oh, another thing that 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 was nice uh, was we we got a lot of emails this week from people just kind of wishing us well. A lot of tweets lot saying of tweets. good luck. I'm thinking of you guys, yeah. and uh, I appreciate that. And uh, yeah, people at work that know about it were very uh, supportive, and it was good. Yeah, good people. They're still good in the world. I, I mean, I I don't. I don't disagree with that. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's like, I just think about all the time. Just thinking that like this, mean? all of this stuff of having to like go through the next cycle and not know, like all of that, mm-hmm. all of those feelings, all of that uncertainty is going to be with us for a longer period of time. Who knows how much yeah. longer. And that's what I'm just like. Oh, like the money is one thing. And, you know, supposedly I have this new health insurance in January that will cover up to $10,000. And we're going to find out real fast if that's true or not. (laughs) Uh, So that's like a slight, you know, that that the money makes that, that makes me feel a little bit better about the money. But it's more like the it's the it's just the waiting and the the uncertainty and not knowing if it's going to work in the end. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. You know, and I told I told Dory that, you know, we'll keep trying as long as we want to keep trying. And then if we don't, it doesn't happen for us. We got like five more dogs. We're going to get like four Ridgebacks. They're yes. all going to hang out with Bo. Yes. And then we'll travel. But not with them. Right. They'll have the house while we're gone. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so a uh, couple things. Yeah. Uh, we uh, We started a Facebook group. Dory started a Facebook group. Mm-hmm. She says we. Whenever she says we did something, uh, 98% of the time, Dory did something. So I started a Facebook group for the podcast. How's that going? Um, it's going reasonably well. There's some discussion on it. Uh, it would be great if more people joined, though. Well, we haven't announced it on the podcast. I know, we have haven't. We? Uh, the Facebook group is Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. The URL is just facebook.com slash groups slash excellent adventure, but you should be able to search for it. There and it you should go. come up. It is a closed group, which means that you have to be invited. No. Oh. It means that you can request to be uh That's what I meant. Admitted. Yeah. It means that 
the discussions are not visible to people who are not in the group. Mm -hmm. However, your membership is visible to people who are not in the group. So anyone who's like, I don't know. I mean, I think a lot of people. Yeah. Who are, if you're like worried, like, oh, God, someone's going to find out I'm in this excellent adventure. Although not, no one's going to know what that is. Yeah. Except you. Exactly. She's going to say excellent adventure. But you're I just like, totally I felt cool. like I just needed to like put that disclaimer. There out you there. go. So join in the discussion. Um, the Dory's other thing I did this out. week is I repurposed our wedding website into a podcast website. Uh, we repurposed the website into a podcast website. Just yeah. kidding. Dory did that. So there, I mean, it's not that exciting, but if you go to doryandmatt.com, there's uh, just some That's stuff great. there. Yeah. That's great. And maybe there will be more stuff there, but... I hope there'll be more stuff yeah, there. I did that. A um, couple other things. The uh, winner of the signed copy of my book Ooh. is Megan Hubri. Megan Hubri. Are you even sure that that's... Hubri? <laughs> Sometimes Dory has problems with Gentiles' names. Uh, Megan Hubri. Hubri? Yeah. The W is silent. Who? The, the W is silent, yes. Okay. Megan Hubri. Hubri. Yeah. All right, Megan, you want to sign a copy of my book? I will send it to you I shortly. was not kidding about you having problems with Gentiles. Um, and the other cool thing that happened this week is uh, a listener named Tanya Moore, mm -hmm. who runs a bakery called Covet Artisan Bakery with her sister, sent some baked goods to us at my work and i oh. shared them with my coworkers. i didn't get any of those i know i'm supposed to be the one who raves about baked goods and i didn't get any of them i know i felt bad jeez but i shared them with my coworkers, and then they were good and they you, were you shared them with you know fucking crummy 24 year olds like no most of the news people are like in their 30s <sighs> Also, then I was like, I thought you, I, I, I was afraid you'd think I was like trying to sabotage you. Sabotage me. You like, I was on a, a path of destruction this week. The world has not seen in many years for me. You were? Yes. I was eating all kinds of terrible things at work. And here I am mm -hmm. eating. We always start the day off right with our breakfast. And then uh, I get to work and I'm like, mm, still kind of hungry. Then I end up with the uh, the bananas are green. I'm like, oh, I'll have cereal. And then I have kicks. I have a bowl of kicks. Okay. Meanwhile, I and then like, I kicks it off with God, a bowl of kicks. I guess the only thing I can eat in here is this these unsalted cashews. Well, you have unsalted cat. I don't have those. Anyway. Anyway. Long story Tanya, short. Thank you so much for the baked goods. Oh, she and her sister. She she also asked that we mention that she and her sister have started a baking podcast oh that's cool yeah it is called the baking podcast fuck yeah you can and get that name go for it she says it's the only baking podcast this is blowing my mind right now yeah you guys are like the paul hollywood and mary barry of podcasting yeah congratulations you yeah. two and maybe you guys should have them on your podcast the baking podcast yeah where are you guys where are they located uh, they're in petaluma i think not crazy far from us. Yeah. Isn't that near San Francisco? Maybe I should drive there someday. I'm Maybe sure when I'm going to Sketchfest, I'll be like, hey, guys, I was told I had some baked goods sent to me, <laughs> and my wife decided to give them to BuzzFeed. Okay. Did I you, you generate a listicle 13 times? You disappointed your husband? You guys can't see this, but I'm giving that <laughs> the finger right now. <laughs> 
Eh, that's part. That's a little bit of the fun we have here on the show and in our lives. And IRL. Um, so we we got so many questions this week and so many emails that I don't think we're we're gonna have time to get to them all, but we can try. We can try. We'll try um, to get to some of them. The first two questions are from our Facebook group. Great. See what I did there? I love it. Um. So. Uh, yes. Yeah, so this question is, I'm only on episode two, mm-hmm. so I don't know if this has been covered yet, but I'm curious if you've given yourself a number of cycles you are willing to do. Whoa, we haven't. What a timely question. Yes, indeed. Have, have you? No. Okay. I mean, I would like to do as few as possible, Yeah. but I just, I feel like every time something sort of goes a little awry, we're like, oh, I guess we're doing another cycle now. Yeah. What goes awry? Well, the first time we only got one embryo that now we know didn't work. So we were like, oh, I guess we have to do another cycle. Oh, that was the first one. The second one, we got a better quality embryo. Correct. And then a, a, one that we're not just, we're just, I don't know why they're even keeping it on ice. Yeah. Dr. Ringler said he wouldn't even transfer it. Yeah. Uh, and now we're like, okay, I guess we're doing another round. Uh-huh. So I don't know. That's three That's so three. far. I think if, if. I'm going to go ahead and. Go out on a limb and say five. Would be our max? Yeah. Okay. What do you think? I'm fine with that. I feel like that. if we go through five, we have to. I think we deal with whatever embryos we have. I agree. I mean, I uh, yeah. It's a lot of drugs Maybe to be putting four. in your system. Yeah. I know we have friends that have gone through a lot more than that. Um, yeah. But it's a lot. It's a lot. To, it's a lot. It's very, it's very psychologically yeah. taxing. I, I know. Not to mention physically. You. Yeah. A lot of drugs. A lot of drugs. <sighs> so, well, that's right. that's the answer to that question. Um, we just talked about it for the first time on this podcast. And the second question is: This is a dumb question. Uh, this is not a dumb question. There are no dumb questions. Great. But when you get pregnant via IVF, are you mm-hmm. further along than you would be with a sex baby, since it's already been developed into an embryo? Like, do you get to shave a few days off the total pregnancy time? I believe the answer to that question is yes. Yeah. Um, and also you, you can, they can pinpoint your due date much more accurately. This was asked, uh, to me at work. Someone asked this question. Oh yeah. And my See, answer was, not a yeah, question. you'd be like probably like 10 days ahead of schedule. Yeah. So there's, there you go. Not a dumb question. Not a dumb question. Um, you know what? I think before we get to the next questions, we should play some voicemails. Okay. 413-461-BABY, by the way. 413-461-BABY. Baby. Um, okay. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my 
uh, sock drawer, and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top. Not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house, and I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love, anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher, like in a whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet, not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like you know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hi, Matt and Dory. This is Dom from Nashville, Tennessee. I uh, just want to say I love your guys' podcast. Um, really interesting to listen to. Learning a lot of fun, sciencey things. Had no idea uh, science could create life like that. Um, being a single white guy, I don't really have any comments to relate with what you're going through, Dory. But, Matt, I wanted to hit you up on uh, your advice issue. Um, so I am 23 now, and when I was 19, kind of screwed over my life and got a felon. And uh, I wanted, my dream was to be a game developer. And I was just wondering, even though you're not in that sort of industry, is if you know of any felons that, are in that industry or in your own industry, do I even have a chance to still follow my career? Um, I don't know if that question made any sense, but love you guys' podcast. Bye. No, it totally made sense. Hundred percent made sense. That, uh, that was an intense question. That was a good. It was a good question. Yeah. He's wondering if having a felony on his record is going to prevent him from getting a career in what he wants to do, which is game developing. Yeah. Uh, I got to tell you, I don't think that's a huge in in uh, a huge hindrance in the in the dev community i don't personally know of anybody with a felony record but also i don't think anyone's as open about it as as you just were i think that i don't think you should let that stop you at all i think you got to keep going to school for it get the coding right if your coding's good and you're do you have to disclose it 
in a um, job application? I, I think I think a lot of applications a lot of pages, ask. A, a lot of applications have it. Right, but do you have to? You t- I think legally you don't. You're not obligated to answer that question. Really? I think so. Huh. What? What? what no, I, I, I'm just, I'm just thinking about all those. Uh, like, I feel like I've heard so many stories about how like felon, felons have so such much a trouble. hard time yeah, getting so a job because they down. write that down and it goes to the next applicant. You know, I think that it's. So are you telling Todd to lie? No, I'm telling him Don. Wasn't it Don? No, it was Todd. 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 Oh, that does sound better than Don. No one's named Don. Don Draper. Yeah, well, that's true. Um, you know, I think you should you should start by deving your own games. You should build out your own indie games. I wonder what platform you're using. I wonder if you're doing mobile stuff or if you want to actually go into, like, dev of, like, the next Arkham game or something. But well, that's I what I was going to say. I was going to say, like, make yourself so, like not irreplaceable, but make yourself so, uh, such a hot commodity that people will be like, eh, he got a felony when he was 19, but he's so talented that we've all done dumb shit. Yeah. And I think that the fact that you were a teenage, still in your teens when you did that is going to be, uh, way more forgiving. Also, it couldn't have been that bad of a felony if he's not in jail now as a 23 year old. Yeah. But I think, you know, he feels like he made some mistakes. And I feel like you can write over those mistakes yeah. with coding. I think you can have your own game. It. I think you should, by no means, should you stop. Yes. Do not stop. And stay in touch and email me. Let me know what you're, what you're up to. If you build anything out, let me know. Um, you know, I don't directly know anybody in the gaming world, but... I know people who know very big people in the gaming world. So by all means, please let me know. And my advice to you is do not stop. That's my advice in Matt's advice corner. Um, all right. We're going to move on to a, an email mm-hmm. from Haley. My husband and I have gone through two rounds of IVF. Welcome to the club. We are in a similar situation as y'all. <gasps> I'm older, 37, Mm -hmm. and so my ovarian reserve isn't as great as a 22-year-old. Sure. I feel that. Or a 31-year-old, even. Um, He has a microdeletion in the long arm of his Y chromosome. That sounds interesting. And he has a white, high white blood cell Cell count. The doctors were actually surprised that he was even producing any semen. Well, that's cool. During the first round of IVF, the embryo cells quit dividing after three or four days. Mm-hmm. We've been there, there yeah. The second round, my husband had the TESE surgery. Do you know what that is? No, but it sounds like it's probably... Do you think that's the one where they take the sperm out of your testicles? Oh, maybe. I think it might be. Okay. Um, but the same thing happened, another failed attempt. Mm-hmm. We just found out the results last Sunday. The next option is to use donor semen. Adoption is not an option at this point. When we initially talked about donor semen a long time ago, my husband didn't seem interested. I haven't talked to him about it since then. My question for y'all is, would y'all be willing to use donor semen if that was your last hope? I want to talk to my husband about it again, but I wanted your take on it. Also, do you have any advice as to what I should say or how that conversation should go? If he doesn't want to use a donor, I don't want to hold a grudge. I don't think that I would, but I don't know that I wouldn't. Well, that's interesting. His happiness is extremely important to me, but so is mine. What is more important? 
I don't want to think that far in advance, but right now I can't help it. And yes, I know therapy may be the best bet at this point. Mm. Thanks in advance. I love your podcast. Haley. Mm. That's it. That's let's think about that one. Have if if you and I have we thought about it? No, because we haven't had to. Right. But I think there was a point where we were just discussing it offhandedly. And I feel like you said absolutely not, except then you said you would ask Mosier. I'd be like, well, I if I could pick the sperm. Yeah, I think you. That's that is what you said. You said if I could pick the sperm. If I could pick the sperm. And then I was like, I would have Mosier's baby. That's so weird. Well, I mean, Scott's not giving me a sperm. At least not on purpose. Well, we don't. Ew. ew fun joke, we don't guys. Need, we don't need. It turns out we don't need. We don't need. But we're putting ourselves in the Haley situation. Here. Yes. So. You did not seem comfortable with just like. Initially, I wasn't. Donor. But also, I hadn't really thought about the process of that and what that would be like. Mm, say more. Yeah. I think that if it ever came down to it and we had to take a donor we had to take donor sperm i'd be interested to see what the selection process was like if you take donor sperm that was more like yourself or would you be tempted to take like cream of the crop superhuman donor sperm a six foot five like eventually i could ride them out on an nfl contract yeah Mm, maybe no that's also weird too because you can do that where you can like totally. go get a donor that looks like me. Yeah. Um, I want someone left handed. But they would also have to be funny. Do you know that what I also so don't want? What? I think I think funny is behavioral and from upbringing. I don't know. That's just my thought. But I do. I, you know what I would do, Haley? I would I would do it if I didn't if I couldn't see them. What do you mean? If I couldn't see the person, if I was just looking at a sheet, like a like an application, like a job application. Well, they don't show you what the people look like as grownups. They show they show you what they look like as children. As a baby? Yes. Oh. Because you're not supposed to know who they are. Well, that so I could. I think I could get past you, that. Like friends of mine who have used donor sperm. Yeah. They only know what the people looked like as children. That's interesting. They don't know what they look like now. Okay. I mean, I think I would be open to it. How should you broach it? Yeah. I think I think you should have a discussion about how hard it is and how hard it could be. I don't know that he's going to let you stop until you guys feel like you've exhausted every option. But here's a good way to do it i think you should talk about doing another round of ivf and i think that you should in the discussion and agreement to do another round of ivf you should casually as casual as you could do it talk about the possibility of having to use a donor but she said they had already talked about it a long time ago that was a long time ago right. not in the middle of her having to go through ivf in the middle of her having the drugs injected to her. I think if he's anything like me, he'll soften once he sees what you have to go through. Yeah. You know? I mean, when we talked about it, it was before we ever started the process. That's true. So that would be my advice. See where his head's at with it now. Discuss doing another round. It's tough on you. He knows that now. Yeah. 
and I think that you know it's uh, definitely something you should broach again. And please, by all means, keep us posted and, and let us know. Yeah, and I think as much as you can, just really try to talk about it because, like you said, you don't want to hold a grudge. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, you have to talk about it. You can't hold a grudge on either end of it. That's never. That's never healthy. No, no. The Um, grudges blow up. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um. So our next email is from Megan. Her Twitter is Megan underscore Caps. Cool. Uh, dear Matt and Dory, mm-hmm. hold on, it's flipping page. Okay. Listening in from Arkansas, where I'm in, where I am in law school. I'm from Virginia. I just wanted to say that your podcast is super interesting and informative, even for someone who's only engaged and ha- having have only had have only had basic family planning talks with my fiance about how many kids we want. My fiance had testicular cancer when he was a teenager. Mm. So we don't know what kind of challenges we will face in the future trying to have children. Interesting. My interest in law school is family law. And while listening to your podcast, I always have lots of thoughts about the embryos and the current political and legal environment. Mm -hmm. There's a lot politically going on, especially in Texas currently, with requiring funerals regardless of the gestational age, including miscarriages and abortions. Insane. That is a pro-choice rant in and of itself that I won't embark on. But thanks for mentioning how pro-choice you guys are. I love that. You're welcome. You're welcome. We are. It does, however, raise the question in my mind about what your thoughts what your thoughts are on embryos that you may end up not implanting in the future or what the procedure for that is at the clinic you go to. Are there discussions about the, those kinds of things before they are harvested with your mm-hmm. doctor? Thanks again for talking about this issue and good luck with the process. Megan, Megan, there, if you saw there is, <laughs> the consent forms we have, that we had to sign. We had to go to a notary. And we had to get signatures. We had to sign uh, based on nearly every outcome, every reasonable out- outcome you could think about. Uh, one of us passing away, one of uh, us getting a divorce. Um, there was, there was one if, of us becoming brain dead. If both of us pass away. If both of us pass away, we had to tell them what we wanted done with the embryos. Yeah, and then we. You also just have to tell them what you want done with the embryos if you don't die or get divorced. Yeah. Because, I mean, they're good on ice for 30 years or so. I mean, it just, you have to have every contingency sort of planned for. And for the most part, Dory and I decided that if we weren't going to implant them or have them, then then they should be donated to science. Because if it helps anybody have an easier time of this than us, by all means, go for it. Yep. So that was, that was... The, our, that was the length of our discussion. It was having to go over the consent forms for our fertility clinic. Yeah. Tell it what we wanted to do. But, I mean, I think, like, you know, Sofia Vergara's uh, ex is, like, suing her yeah. because he wants to use their frozen embryos. It's, like, weird. It's crazy. And gross. And I have to think that if they went to a clinic near here, they'd have some sort of consent form. So the legal ramifications of such yeah i don't know i don't know the whole story but it's it's pretty messed up um but yeah i think you should look into those consent forms uh probably very interesting for you having studied family law yeah Mm -hmm. yeah um all right before we get to the next email i think we should listen to our next voicemail okay okay you ready i think so okay 
Hi, Matt and Dory. I wanted to uh, congratulate you on your new pregnancy because I'm very positive that your beta HCG was positive. Mm. Um, That's very kind. I also wanted to say that um, I got a few questions answered today. Um, I'm actually a resident, and I spent spending... Google Voice, guys. It's not the most reliable. You can't skip in. There's no waveform where you could, like, drag into the middle? Oh, maybe. <laughs> Wait, what? What do you mean? <laughs> what does it look like can when I you play? S- I've oh, never played I a... save it? I can save it. Why wouldn't you save these? No, because they're already saved. I don't know what that means. Like, it's... Here. Where are they? Let me they're see. They're right here. So this is what it looks like. Yeah. Guys, welcome to me discovering what Google Voice looks like. And then what happens when you play it? Hi, so Matt. why don't you just take it and drag it into where it stopped? How long did because it stop? Because I didn't know exactly where it had stopped and last time. I also wanted to say here, I got it. Positive. Right. Um, and I also wanted to say that um, I got a few questions answered today. Um, I'm actually a resident, and I spent spending time right now on my REI fellowship. So a few things. First one, you asked about why do you they want to inject in the butt. Well, the gluteus maximus, gluteus minimum, minimus, and that complex is actually the largest muscle, and the nerves are spread out in the vascular such that it's more um, difficult for you to get nerve damage if you See? do the progesterone injections there. I've been talking about and nerve damage. Also, you're asking about why they do the medrol. Um, that's usually just because they used to do something called assisted hatching, and they would think that that would release um, immune factors that your body might react against. So it's basically they try to immune suppress you. Anyway, um, I'm very positive that things worked out. And then, um, you know, I'm a very, very off chance, and I'm not even going to speak it into existence that they didn't, but um, you guys seem Guess like what? you're a very fault. strong, happy couple together, and I know you'll be able to pull through. Um, as not only an OBGYN, but also someone who's going through the infertility struggle. I think. Oh, that's interesting. See, now here's what we'll do. Hi, Matt. Boom. I can into existence that they didn't, but um, you guys seem like you're Google a very voice. strong, happy couple Quit together, and I know you'll be able to pull through. Um, as not only an OBGYN, but also someone who's going through the infertility struggle. I can relate, and um, that feeling of disappointment, but. Um, yeah, I know that you guys are really awesome and things will work out. All right. Just wanted to give you a nice message. Alrighty. Uh, take care. Bye. Well, thank you. Thank you, Mystery Caller. Mystery Caller didn't even say your name. Yeah. But you gave us so much good information yeah. about butts. About gluteus maximus and I minimus. love that you told us about butts. It was all about butts. We already heard that one. I know. What are you looking at? But his name is Don. That's not Todd. It's Toddcast. Bye. That's podcast. That's Google Voice saying the word podcast. What? Yes. Guys, we're going to see how right I am. We're going to hear Don's one more time. Hi, Matt and Dory. This is Dom from Nashville, Tennessee. Dom. Uh, I just want to say I love you guys' podcast. Dom with an um, M really as in Matt. Well, that's uh, still I was closer than Todd. Well, Google Voice transcribed it as Todd. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. (laughs) (sighs) Anyway. If you have a um, question for me, you can call our phone number, 
four six one baby baby um yeah i think oh you know what we actually didn't listen to this one last time why not because it only came in four days ago okay i thought we'd only gotten two voicemails this week but we we actually got three three voicemails let's hear that third voicemail all right here we go hey it's kathleen and greg again kathleen i I feel like maybe we should hey it's kathleen and greg again totally went too long for a voicemail that's horrible we just had too much exciting stuff to say oh my god Um, kathleen you have two voicemails kathleen is there a second one here we go kathleen and greg oh my god from camarillo you live in camarillo i love your outlets i'm gonna listen Hi, Matt and Dory. This is Kathleen and Greg. So we just went on a road trip from Camarillo, where we live in California, up to the Bay Area to my husband's family's house. And we listened to your podcast straight through from the beginning to where you guys are at right now in your quote-unquote two-week wait. So we were just really excited to get settled in tonight and give you a call. We have done IVF a total of (gasps) seven times. So we are definitely... I feel like we're pros at the two-week wait. So I'll give you just a few of the things that were helpful for us. Um, The first one was we did IVF the first time and the second time in Thailand. Wow. So our two-week wait was really cool. We did move (laughs) for a month to Thailand. We are not wealthy in any way, Matt. So it's not just for the wealthy to travel. My husband's job and my job allowed for us to take the time off, and it was so much cheaper. We paid like three grand to do our whole IVF cycle. It was amazing. We rode all over the country. It was just so fun. So that was super awesome. But I know, Matt, you don't like to travel. That's true. So one of the other things you like to do is go to IKEA. I don't know why. Ikea. We walk to the bank. We walk around Ikea for a couple hours. That's true. We have Ikea is very balls, And it's just fun. That kind of leads into another thing we like to do. We like to shiplap the crap out of our house or at least decorate something. So it gets... Little- Whoa. What? I, I just need to stop for a second. I didn't realize that real people actually shiplapped. I thought it was just Chip and Joanna. Uh... What is the what is ship lapping again? You know, it's those it's the wood like it's when they use the wood on walls, like like planks. They put planks. Oh, of wood when on they walls. take apart uh, like shipping crates. Yeah. And put it on. Wow, these are like the Chip and Joanna of IVF. Yeah, Kathleen and Greg. Kathleen and Greg, I'm gonna see how far I can skip into your message because Google Voice stopped again. Hi, Matt I and think Dory. We were about here. We like to travel. So we like to shiplap the crap out of our house or at least redecorate something. So it gets my creative juices going. It puts Greg to do everything I want him to do while I sit on the couch and binge watch something. Um, definitely like Downton Abbey was something we did. Oh, Dory West watched Wing. The Crown. Next will be The Crown for our next Oh, my God. Wait for that. Um, okay, so then one of the other things that we did was um, we did P6. We totally did the P6 thing. I said I would never do the P6. I didn't want to, like, psych myself out. P6 thing? This is a cliffhanger. Yeah, next voicemail. What is the P6 thing? P6 thing. Oh, P6. 
I'm reading it as P6 on Google okay, Voice's terrible translation. This totally is went insane. too long for a voicemail that's horrible. We I have to watch the timeline now. Um, so after the P6, I have to yep. say the best two-week wait we ever had was with our now five-month-old daughter, Naomi. She was one of 17 embryos that we adopted. Wait, so we had you can adopt um, embryos? a bunch yeah. of miscarriages. Turns out we did have genetic problems. We did not do the genetic I'm fascinated by the fact that you can adopt embryos. I didn't know you yeah. could do that. Hey, it's I didn't Kathleen. Know could do so that. After the P6, I have to say the best daughter, Naomi, she was one of 17 embryos that we adopted. So we had um, a bunch of miscarriages. Turns out we did have genetic problems. We did not do the genetic testing just for our own personal reasons, um, mm-hmm. but we adopted 17 embryos. We transferred two embryos. We got pregnant with Naomi. And it was so different knowing that we had such a better chance at getting pregnant. So with you guys knowing that your embryo is just a 4.5, a good strong triple A, as our clinic would say, um, we're really excited for you guys. Um, definitely praying for you. We will. Um, really, really just um, excited for this opportunity for you guys. And, oh, just a little plug for embryo adoption. It's yeah. so incredibly freaking cheap. To do the adoption was $1,500. We got 17 embryos that match our, kind of like our genetics. Um, she totally looks like my sister. It's crazy. And then all we had to do was pay for the transfer and the meds. So I think it's like five grand. And we have like 15 more embryos waiting for us um, from her genetic um, siblings. So super exciting. So anyway, I hope that this two-week wait, is also really exciting time for you guys, and we cannot wait to see what happens. And um, we totally blogged through our whole thing, same thing. We just wanted everyone to know that this is not anything to be ashamed of. And we got all the weird questions, kind of some of the hurtful ones, but mm-hmm. the really cool thing is each journey is your own personal journey, and um, ours took us down some really kind of crazy ways. Thailand, embryo adoption, super awesome. So good luck. Thanks for taking it public and doing a podcast. Really appreciate it. Have a great day, you guys. Bye. Kathleen wow. and Greg, you just like slammed us with information so hard over the head. Oh, my God. First of all, I did not know that you could adopt an embryo. I thought we had talked about we this. We never talked about this. This podcast is over. We're adopting some embryos. I'll see you guys later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. We're adopting embryos. Yep, now? I just decided. Oh, that. okay. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, and you can also like, if you have extra embryos, you can have them be adopted. That's cray. Yeah. That's that's. I mean, I, I don't. I don't love the term adoption of an embryo. Mm, I it mean, kind it's, of implies uh, no. that it's a child. No, no, because you can adopt a highway. It's fucking fine. Yeah, but in the context of a child. I've decided that since you can adopt a highway, you can adopt an embryo. I donation. That's not a donation if you're paying for it. Yeah, that's true. You're adopting it. 
but people call them egg donors and you pay for those. Mm. Don't you think that's interesting though? They call them egg donors, but they don't call them embryo donors. Because it's not one person donating an embryo. It's know. two people. I just, I, I take issue with the terminology. I anyway, don't. point being, I don't. I think it's very cool that they have all these embryos that they adopted and they have a wonderful daughter who's mm. five months old. They have 15 in the chamber. Yes, yeah, someone was super fertile. Oh my God. Who gave them sem- 17 embryos? Jesus Christ. That's, wow. Good for you guys. Yeah. We should have tried Thailand, huh? Oh, no, no. I just like, remembered. I don't want to do that. Yeah, no, you don't want to go to Thailand. No, I don't. Oh, but that does remind me. We got... Um, An invitation to Thailand? <laughs> yes. The oh. Thai government has invited us. Um, That's no, great. We got um, a response to one of our callers last week. Um, our friend from New Mexico. Uh-huh. Remember, she was saying that there were only two IVF clinics in Santa, Santa Fe. Fe yeah. and you were saying she should go to Albuquerque. I and was. I was like, she should come to LA. Yeah. So um, someone wrote us in and said, loving the podcast. I did not have to go through IVF, but I have colleagues that have her will. So hearing Blunt talk about it and the experience is helpful to me so I can be as supportive as possible mm-hmm. to my friends. For the woman in Santa Fe, while well, she could try the two sites there, as Matt mentioned, I know, sorry, Albuquerque might be her best bet. Other cities would be Las Cruces, a New Mexico college town, Denver, Phoenix, Tucson, El Paso, Lubbock, Texas, even San Diego. I lived in Albuquerque and did my PhD there. It's a great medical town. It is. Now, I also heard from the, I passed this on to the, to the woman Mm -hmm. and she responded and said, so there are two doctors in all of New Mexico, not just Santa Fe. Oh, my God. And I have consulted with both of them. New Mexico living is not for the faint-hearted, that's for sure. I may have to come to L.A. and crash with my sister while I do a cycle. We'll see. Oh, she might have to come to L.A. and do a cycle. Look at that. Guess what? You're invited on this podcast. Seems like Angeles. the best and brightest are clustered there. Well, I mean, we have the sun. I know my New Mexico does as well, but... We have the ocean also. Also, as you said, New Mexico is filled, or Santa Fe is filled with retired people. It's true. Who do not have need the services of IVF clinics. Nor would they want them. Nor would they want them. Um, how many more questions do we have time for? I think we have time for, we're at uh, about 48 minutes Ooh, right now. It's a long one. We have time for two more questions. Okay, well, um, I think you should read this one from Ricky. Okay, it's from Ricky. Hello there. Just wanted to give some input on the uh, kosher Chinese. I work at a Jewish university in Manhattan, and they have a Chinese restaurant on campus that is, as the email implies, kosher. Now, it's not as good as what you will get at a classic New York City takeout place, but it's decent for lunch. There is a non-kosher Chinese place a couple blocks away, and I tend to go there more often. Just a disclaimer, the kosher place is called Chop Chop, if you want to see what they offer. Good luck with your IVF journey. It's been very entertaining and informative. P.S. Matt, what are your thoughts on Star Trek Discovery now that we have more details on it? Well, Ricky, I'll tell you. Not super thrilled that it's a prequel to the original series. Uh, As I thought was the problem with Star Trek Enterprise, uh, I don't love that they're going back in time. I feel like Star Trek was always about moving forward. And why not move forward into a timeline that... uh, has yet to be written. Whereas when you're going backwards, you have to deal with the fact that 
canon already exists for it. There will be a Kirk. There will be a Federation many years after this ship is done. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that's my thought on it. But very excited about Michelle Yeoh being cast as the captain. I love a female captain. I love Janeway. She was great. So I guess in general I'm excited but cautiously optimistic. Thanks, Ricky. Anyway, when we go to New York again, we should go to Chop Chop. Okay. This is from Joe. Hi, Matt and Dory. Your podcast has been so great since day one. Matt, I've listened to you in some form or another since almost the beginning of the Nerdist podcast and still love the hostful's best for you and Jonah. There's one coming December 20-something. Enjoy it. Dory, I'm keeping my fingers crossed and positive test for you. Okay. This isn't just compliments. I do have a question. My husband and I have been trying to conceive for a few months to no avail. Not too worried since I'm 28 and on, I was on birth control since I was 16. However, he's a bit older and is worried that he's infertile. Eh, I don't know about that. He's made an appointment to get a sperm uh, tested and now I'm wondering if I should get tested at the same time. No, wait on his sperm. If his sperm comes back as not so great, do we have any other options other than to begin IVF ASAP? You do. There's medical options for well, wait, sperm. Hold if on, sperm wait a second. It, it depends on... It depends on how bad his sperm is, we should say. Okay. But I'll answer the question because I've had my balls poked many times. Okay. Go on. Depends on what's wrong with his semen. If the count is low, there's things you can do to increase the count, all ranging from changing your diet to including more walnuts to taking a supplement that will theoretically increase the sperm. Uh, if it's something like, uh, uh, if he has like varicose veins around his testicles, he's, you could have surgery, but, and that would, aren't they called varicole? Vari- yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the same thing. Okay. Uh, I think and if not, a doctor will tell us, um, you can have surgery to remove that, but that will do about a hundred, you'll get a hundred percent increase in your sperm. My sperm count was so low that, uh, going from 1 million to 2 million really wasn't doing anything for us. So all you need at the end of the day, what you need is one good sperm cell. So it's definitely a good idea to get him tested first. Uh, and then Joseph, thank you for your time. Really appreciate it. It's nice to hear a podcast like yours. That's so inviting and informative. We like to leave the light on for you. We're like the motel six of uh, podcasts or the La Quinta. Uh, sure. Yeah. yeah. What a week. What a week. Huh? What a week it's been. Yeah. Um, I listened to the Script Notes podcast, which is a great screenwriting podcast, and they do something at the end of their podcast that I thought we could steal. What is it? They always say, like, one cool thing, and they have a recommendation for something, like, random. <laughs> That's, I mean, I'm, okay, for the record, they didn't invent that. I never said they invented it. I'm just saying. I mean, even Paul Shear does it on How Did This Get Made with Paul's Picks. Okay, well, I think we Scott could, and I do it with fee breeds. I think we could do an egg salad. Hardwick and, 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 and Ray and I have been doing it since uh, 2007, 8, 9. When did that podcast start? Who knows? Okay, well, I think we should do it, too. Okay, what's your cool thing? The crown. Oh, God. Here she goes with the crown. Uh, I guess my cool thing is uh, winter and spring of Gilmore Girls, A Year in the Life. I haven't gotten to summer or fall yet couple things disappointed that the carol king song is not being used that's a bummer i mean do you think what why do you think the, they're not using it uh just probably just didn't want to pay out for mm. it which is weird because they have it 
on the other Gilmore Girls episodes on Netflix. It's strange to me. Hmm. The song starts winter, spring, summer, or fall. All you have to do is call. So, was, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, interesting that Paris Geller, one of my favorite character on all of Gilmore Girls, she now runs a fertility clinic. Interesting. Yep. And Rory's got a career in uh, journalism. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm, this all sounds very familiar. Yep. So I've been enjoying that. I think Lorelai's kind of a monster. Anyway, we'll talk more when I see the rest of them. Okay. Those are our two cool things. Yep. Excellent things. Excellent things. Uh, be sure to pre-order Dory's book, Start Up a Novel, on Amazon.com. You guys uh, have been doing a great job of that so far. And uh, be sure to listen to this podcast when it comes out again. Yeah. Oh, and, you know, tell a friend. Tell a friend. Yeah. Tell a friend about this podcast. Yeah. Subscribe. It helps. Yeah. Please. Do subscribe and do leave us a review on iTunes. That all helps. It all helps. So. And once again, thanks. Seriously, thanks to everyone who's pre-ordered my book. It's yeah. Like and seriously, thanks amazing. to everyone who's writing questions. Uh, yeah. What's going to be fun here is we're going to have the next couple of weeks, we're going to have lulls in our actual IVF activity because we're not doing anything for the next two weeks, at least until mm-hmm. Dory, uh, you know gets on her aunt flow comes to visit we'll say um just say i get my period ew uh so we'll be able to do a bunch of questions next week yeah uh in the week after so keep we have a backlog we do have a backlog like to keep them still saying keep them coming sorry voicemails we don't have a backlog we've heard all of them send us a voicemail 413-461-BABY and that's it and email us dory and matt at gmail great or matt and dory at gmail either one okay and don't forget to donate to our PayPal account. Just kidding. Not yet. Good God. Third round. Here we go. Bye.